this little piece is called Spiritual Successor by uh, me. Hello and uh, welcome <coughs> to Spiritual Successor. AJ, you're ruining my song. You're you're ruining my opening. I was going to do a whole sultry Frank Sinatra circa 1971 opening for Spiritual Successor, the comedy video game podcast, where we take lovely ideas from the internet and turn them into shitty video games, and you ruined it. AJ Hart, what do you have to say for yourself? You're, sir, I, I'm sorry, I didn't know that you were about to do a musical piece. I thought that you were introducing the of podcast course. show and saying that you was by you singularly. So it is, it is not, I, it is not in your interest to know what I am doing. It is your interest to be quiet and listen to my beautiful, uh, what is it, vibrato? Vibrato is a type of singing. It's not. It's not like a quality of singing. I don't no, know. Don't, my brother was my nickname in college. <laughs> What's up? Wow. You just really, really top-notch quality there. Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, Spiritual Successor, a podcast where we take your lovely video game ideas and turn them into the next AAA video game titles. I am Blake Rea. And I'm your other host, AJ Hart. <laughs> All right, AJ. You you said you had something you wanted to talk about pro- top of the episode. You said you played a new video game starring. I did, uh, and you know yeah. what? I don't even know if I want to talk about it. I feel like really? talking about it really plugs it and will make more people experience it. And I don't know if I want more people to experience this. Oh no! Okay. I finished twelve minutes yesterday. It was uh-huh. about a four-hour experience, and let me yeah. tell you, there have Not been a lot of people of up in arms about the plot twist of that game. And I saw it on Twitter.com, and I was like, well, I have to know what it is. Yeah. But everybody was so tight-lipped about what the spoiler and plot twist was. And I was like, well, if everyone's going to be tight-lipped about it, then I need to know even more now. All right. But Is it Aliens? <sighs> is it? I wish it was Aliens. Was you know what? You keep listing off head? what you think it is. <laughs> for, for those that don't know what 12 Minutes is, it's a time loop video game. It's a top-down point-and-click adventure where you control a husband that has just gotten back to his home. And in 12 minutes, a police officer will break into his home and kill your wife and you. You now are put in a time loop where you are attempting to figure out why any of this is happening. Uh Uh-huh. And are you stay? Is this... And you only have what's in the like. You only have what's room? in the apartment and what you can try to talk t- out of e- the people in the game. So okay. like, like when you first come in, the wife is like, "Oh, I'm trying to do to set up dinner, or mm-hmm. I'm trying to give dessert for you." So you can walk over to the fridge and grab the dessert out, and you can immediately start putting out the dessert onto the table so that you can be ready to have dessert with her and already have the table set. And if you do that little thing, then she'll be all super excited and she'll be like, oh, that's so sweet of you. You opened up and set up the dessert for us. That's so sweet. I love you very much, my mm-hmm. dear husband. Mm-hmm. Um, or you could kind of ha- make her do everything. So- but that's fine. She's okay with doing everything because she has a big uh, announcement for you. Mm-hmm. Now, I mentioned it's a Groundhog Day thing. Yeah. Or it's a time loop thing. So yeah. what you could do is you could come in at the beginning of the loop after you've been murdered run directly into your bedroom and then grab the present that she's going to give you, open it, and then talk to her. And then she will be really upset that you spoiled the surprise and Uh she will leave the apartment. Okay. That, okay. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. All of that sounds really fun, but one thing you're, you're holding away from the audience that I think they should know the woman who your, your, your beautiful wife is voiced by, um, uh, queen of the Andals, breaker of chains. Um, I don't know the rest of her, 
uh, Khaleesi, uh, Amelia Clark. Holy shit. I'm sorry. I have a huge what? crush. No, I have a huge crush on Daisy her. Ripley. Is Daisy Ridley? I thought it was Amelia yeah. Clark. Is the oh well. No. Oh, Daisy Ridley's also pretty cool. <laughs> and then James McAvoy plays the husband. Wow, how did I fuck and that up? I don't know. Willem what. Dafoe plays the cop, or the air quotes cop that is coming in to kick your God, ass. That's a good casting for a cop because he has that just like shit eating grin, sort of like gravelly Willem voice. Willem Dafoe's a good casting for anything, dude. Yeah, he's fucking, he just has he's a great energy. Vil- he's a great villain. Well, just so I remember he's correctly, he's a great Willem, villain. Willem he's Dafoe a great, was the guy he's a who great, did. Like, Main Green character right? guided character. He's the Green Goblin. Yeah, he was. He's Ryu from the cool dead, fucking from the Death Note movie. He's he oh, is, that's right. He is Ryu. <laughs> he is the teacher of Aquaman in the Aquaman film. He I, is. I did not see that one. Sadly, I hear. I hear it's actually way more fun than people give it credit for. So it okay, is so incredibly fine. So and that's all I can really give it. So 12 minutes and it just it was building to this climax or the or real quick question. Does it end on the twist and the twist is just incredibly no. unsatisfying? Oh fuck, I wish it so, ended on the so twist. You, so you no, had to, so you had to play twist. after the twist? Oh fuck. Yes, there's a oh, twist no. that happens that you still have to go past the, the twist to get to the ending. And the mm-hmm. things that it does with that twist are deeply uncomfortable. And not in, like, a thematically interesting way. The, like, people have been complaining about this thing, and I thought it was, at first I thought it was just because it was rough. No, it's it's thematically uninteresting. It does not compound on any of the themes previously built in this game. Oh. Which is maybe the most frustrating thing, is that so, it does feel like shock value. So, oh, so it's like... Okay, so it just feels like a game that did something bad just to do something bad and then did nothing, yes. absolutely nothing. Okay, I guess the real question is, because I want to, I, I want people to walk away with something. So do you recommend playing this game for all of the other elements outside the twist? Or is the twist so bad that just playing it, it would, all of the good things about it are ruined by said bad thing? I think that admittedly, like the rest of the game was pretty rough i ran into a lot of glitches there was a moment where um there were two or three moments where a character would kind of get lost on their rails and just start spinning right like Uh furiously and (laughs) it just sort of lagged out like that for the entire loop Mm -hmm. i think that the dialogue is fine most of the time but sometimes it's really clunky i don't know that it is put together nearly as well as a lot of like playthroughs and trailers make it seem so i think there are better time loop games there has to be better time loop games i couldn't really point to one but you're probably better off playing a different so how and click adventure i'm so surprised so you mentioned that dialogue is really rough right if the dialogue was really rough how the fuck did they get daisy ridley william defoe and and the other dude like that's probably business stuff that i don't really know or could speak about that's right bad dialogue does just suddenly get better when you add an extra zero on a paycheck you're totally right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah no (laughs) no i've been dancing around this plot twist for everybody's sake and blake i'm prepared to tell you the plot twist but i will have to censor myself or we could just move on with this non-recommendation part of me's part of me's like so fucking curious to play this game because i thought about it and i almost bought it last night but then i realized okay it's 25 bucks and i'm hearing a lot of bad things about it is it is it hmm okay go ahead and tell me that way we can just capture my reaction because hopefully it's a good reaction all right go ahead yeah 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 yeah. Blake Rhea. 
the spoiler, the big plot twist. What? Why? Why is that a thing? Why did they... So, okay. Okay, but why do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I... Okay, I guess that's not that bad of a twist if they utilized it. Like, there's plenty of See, here's the problem. You are then forced to answer questions about this reveal. So, you are then forced, when your character comes to this realization, they have a bunch of introspective scenes where you are then asked in conversations what the best course of action is for you to continue. Oh, God. That's because, like I said, that is not the end of the game. You are yeah. forced to answer questions by other characters about this thing. Huh. So, and I'm imagining that's why the police officer came in and burst in and, and is killing. No, it's no, really... no. The police officer is there to kill your wife because she killed her dad. Oh, okay. It really does kind of like come to a point where the game sort of feels like it's staring you in the eye and saying, wouldn't it be fucked up if... You know, if then- <laughs> I if I could take one thing out of all of this, it totally fucking makes sense why Hideo Kojima says this is one of his favorite fucking games that has come out recently. Because <laughs> this that dude I- that dude loves weird twists and weird things about video games. It's not not even like he does it narratively. It, it, he just does it because it's like, hey, wouldn't it be weird or goofy or bizarre or like tantalizingly otherworldly if X thing happened? So the fact that he went into this game and is still talking about it and how he wants to create his own like narrative experience like this does not shock me. I would actually really enjoy a Kojima time loop game. I think that's the the thing that I'm really bummed about is like that that reveal doesn't work in this game. But the rest of the game, like clunkiness aside, like I was having a good time with the time loop. Yeah. But like I said, I think there are better time loop games out there that are probably better enjoyed. How how about this? How about this? I challenge us. What it we're gonna be the writers for Hideo Kojima this episode because we did talk a lot about twelve. We did minutes. that once already. No, we did, can't do that again. We can't do. We, okay, how about we just be the writers for us and we try and make a good time loop game? Can we make a game that is better than twelve minutes and we'll have Amelia Clark in it? Because come on, casting as Amelia okay. Clark. Uh, who's your Who's your other lead person? Man, woman, neither. Jonah non-binary. Hill. <laughs> Uh, you threw me a curveball that I was Why not expecting. Why are you expecting. laughing about that? He's a very good, serious <laughs> he's, actor. Have he's you not very, seen Maniac? He's a very good actor, but like Jonah Hill is one of those. Jo- I, I am surprised that he's he was able to break out of the comedy scene, yeah, and he's I, doing great. He totally broke the mold. I totally, yeah, like I. But I, he will always be super bad to me. <laughs> he will always be that. Okay, imagine that character trying to either romance or convince Amelia Clark that he's like capable of not being a goofball, you know, he like do it again. <laughs> I've seen maniac and he's incredible in that show. Really? He was in maniac. Who is? Oh, I'm thinking of, I was, th- uh, I think it's literally just called You're thinking Psycho. of the McLovin guy. Aren't no, you? No, I was thinking of Elijah Wood who was in a first person, um, uh, sort of like mind bendy, like you, oh, it's Elijah a, Wood would have been a good curveball. No, 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 not, ju- not him. Yeah, Jonah yeah, yeah, Hill. yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Jonah Hill. All right, so let's get into a game and we figure Jonah out is how the we time it. I'm thinking of, right? I'm going to feel really bad if I'm mixing this up. I think uh so what you're talking about Maniac, right? Yes, Jonah Hill is the actor I'm thinking of. Okay, yeah, cuz I'm I was pretty yeah, it's pretty sure he was in that. All right. So t- all right, so you want to pitch me a game or do you want me to pitch you a game? Why don't, why don't you hit me with a game first? All right, I can hit you with a game. 
Starring Amelia Clark and Jonah Hill. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Let me hit you with this one from Alley Cat. Just a real, okay. real curveball right off the gate. Game. Uh, this one comes to us from Alley Cat at Millennium Hoo Ha on Twitter. Game with jiggle physics on everything but boobs. AJ, we got to come up with a time loop game, but it's all about jiggle physics. So, is this a game where every at the first run of it, it starts rigid, and then with every run following, it becomes more and more jiggly? That way, we can have some super fun with like kind of. <laughs> can we have a it just like this weird sort of psychedelic sort of experience of like everything is? I okay. I guess we got to come up with a plot first, right? All right, so this is obviously has Amelia Clark and Jonah Hill. What are they doing? Like, is is this a? Exper- I think Amelia Clark is going through the time loop because there's been enough games where a guy's in a time loop. What are you talking about? There, think- there's no, there's not enough games. There's Death Loop. There's um, uh, I was gonna make a joke of how there is a whole lot of them sarcastically, but I can't remember them. That joke really hinged on me being a good person with memory. AJ, please continue. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> like. Uh-huh. No, you're you're totally right. There are plenty of examples of like dudes being in a time loop, Groundhog Day, Death Loop. Um, you have other ones like uh, there's a bunch of minutes. Di- yeah, there's a bunch Debatably of Debatably PT. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, Click probably yeah. does it for a little bit. I haven't seen it. Well, he's not what in was a that time loop. He's that? more of what like- was that? What was that? Andy Anders, Andy Sandberg, Andy Sandberg, Sandberg, whatever the last name is. I don't know if it's an N or an M. The one. The the curly haired guy that is on a wedding day and him and a girl are both stuck in a time loop. It's Andy uh, Samberg, I think. Oh, is that the ed- name? Edge of Tomorrow is another one. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow. That yeah. one is also a boy and a girl locked in a time uh, loop. But source code. It. Source code is another one. Uh, sure. Never heard of that yeah. one. Did you just it's- Google Groundhog Day movies? <laughs> I just I just googled time loop movies and there's a bunch okay of, hap, okay Happy Death Day that was a pretty damn good movie I think that was a I I really like that movie but that but that one starred a woman and I think it's a good example that one had a female yeah. lead yeah. Uh, yeah Returnal had a woman lead mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it sounds like the so everything I, but Amelia Clark's bong dong gonglers are gonna jiggle like nuts by the end of this game so. <laughs> Okay, I, I one of the big things I'm seeing on time loop movies, the the idea is at the end of the loop they die. Like that's a pretty common one. Say for like the more PG stuff of like Groundhog Day or whatever, right? So is this a game where you have X amount of time before, but as the each day goes by, your character becomes jigglier. So like you become it becomes harder and harder to do the do things throughout the day. I know what this is. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> hey Blake, how familiar are you with the war on drugs? Uh, um I knew uh what's it called? Um Nancy Reagan's war on drugs failed horribly and Dare was yeah. an awful program. Are you saying we make a Dare game? <laughs> Do you remember all those like advertisements that we would see where someone would like come home and they'd see their friend all deflated in like a little puddle <laughs> yeah, in the floor? Yeah I, yeah, I do. And they have the fucking they have so the roach on the floor. Here's what yeah. this game is: starring Amelia <laughs> Clark and Jonah Hill. This is a video game. It's a don't do drugs kids game where Amelia Clark has been invited to the most cool party of the night. And anytime you do drugs, the world resets, but something has been turned into jiggle physics or just a putty person. Um. Okay, but what's preventing the player from just not doing drugs? 
like I feel there's it, it that game Amelia is Amelia Clark game is to really beat. bad at falling into peer pressure, like so bad. Like you'll be given dialogue options, and until you're able to like kind of groundhog day your way through this, you won't mm-hmm. know how to leave a conversation without getting oh, just blasted with some so weeds. You need to I don't figu- do drugs. So, <laughs> so actually, no, you're bringing up something interesting here. So each conversation unless you have information or some object prior you uh, that uh it, certain paths of that conversation are locked off so because like one of the things uh, weirdly enough i've watched a lot of documentaries on like the dare program and like how, how that evolved into um I, I forget the new acronym they use but one of the things that they talk about in it um, in all of their videos is it actually gives you situations on how to respond to say or how to say no to drugs. Because apparently it's really um, a lot of the people who get introduced to drugs do it just because of like they don't know how to walk away from that situation. So I'm wondering if this is like a point and click style game where it is an object puzzle game and you're just trying to figure out like, oh, is this funny making a game like um, no i think that doing, doing a game drugs. that tries to teach people show social cues on how not to do drugs isn't that funny however one thing that we can do to make it funny is the idea of like we have another cast member and that's jonah it's hill jonah and hill. i propose the idea that jonah hill plays as the dare lion trying to teach you not to do drugs and he kind of hangs around you like an ephemeral being at the party, just closely behind Amelia Clark at all times. So Amelia uh-huh. Clark can turn around and ask the dare lion what to do next. And Jonah Hill says, just don't do drugs. I wonder. And that's the whole game. I wonder. Okay, so if we're doing this as like kind of a mind trippy thing, the thing that immediately stands out to me is what if this game on the surface was like an anti-drug game? But you find out it is way well, under more the mind- layers is a yeah. pro drug game. No, not pro drug game, but something more along the lines of like a psychological shit of like. So you're saying Jonah Hill plays Dare the Tiger or whatever. It's a to- fucking lion. What are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> yeah. No, in our game, it's Dare the Tiger. Shut up. I'm, I'm not stupid. It's um, the Dare Lion. I'm not budging on this. So what if the Dare Lion is a figment of Amelia Clark's imagination? Like, they Whoa. are at this. They are yeah, at and this- that happened after she took the first hit. When you first show up, she's alone. Mm-hmm. And then she takes a hit of something. Maybe she does, like, a big drug. Mm-hmm. Like... Jackham? Is that she a big does, drug? She does a big drug like marijuana. <laughs> no, but you, and you then, see what... I, and this then is, the loop starts, and then the dare lion's there, and he's like, mm-hmm. what's up? It's I'm me, Jonah wonder, Hill. I'm wondering if... Okay, so I'm trying to figure out what the fuck the point of this game is, but... To, it's to, just to put Jonah Hill in the dare lion have, have, have you ever Have you ever seen Wilfred, the TV series with Elijah Wood and Jason... Nope, Gunn? but I've seen trailers for it. Love it. It's a great, it's a great, well, the first season's pretty fucking problematic, admittedly. Um, it was made in 2012, so of course it's going to be fucking problematic. Everything was problematic in 2012. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, the whole concept of that show is there, this is, this guy, Elijah Wood's character, is the only one who can see this character, Wilfred, which looks like just a guy in a dog suit. And Wilfred can interact with the environment. Um, and like, you know, interact with people, but everybody else just sees it as a regular ass dog. So I'm wondering if you can do a similar situation where the dare tiger was the dog as... super intelligent then. No, he was he smoked weed and just like would constantly get Elijah Wood's character into trouble. 
like so, so bad. the dog was smart enough to know how to smoke a bowl but like <laughs> i'm wondering how complex the dog's thoughts became and whether or not elijah wood was able to perform because i know there's something in there about like Elijah Wood trying to solve his dad's murder or something. The show goes places. The show and I'm goes just wondering places. if the dog cool. is able and capable of assisting in stakeout operations in the series Wilfred. There or if it's been, just a dog. There were Can many, he get the dog to hack into something for him? The dog, there was a running gag that Wilfred could hack into things, but the moment Elijah Wood needed him to hack into things, he just couldn't because he was a dog. Like, <laughs> there's, there's, that's there's, really, hey, wait, I could have written that. <laughs> it's really funny, though. Like, there's this once, there's these, con, there's this constant thing of like where Elijah Wood's character gets calls from Wilfred. And then the moment Wilfred needs to make a call to somebody, he just like paused the phone and knocks it off of the receiver, not knowing how to use it. it it's okay. It, so the dog was capable of complex situations. <laughs> As a gag, but not as a narrative tool. <laughs> not as a narrative tool. So what? I, going back to the game, I'm wondering if this game starts off because let's be real, I don't think people like playing like games about like oh drug awareness or you know those kind of games because they always reek of like misunderstanding. They they feel very plastic. Um, that's why. If, that's why the only times the anti-drug things ever worked was at the when they played at the beginning of Street Fighter and Chun Li said, "Don't do drugs, kids." <laughs> and I think Ken and Ryu also told you not to do drugs, and that worked. And that was the only time. <laughs> yeah, that was Because if the uh, turtles tried to tell yeah. me not to do drugs, I would have known that they were lying to me. Because there's absolutely <laughs> no way the TMNTs don't do drugs. <laughs> I mean, they're kids. They're teenagers, so they can't do it legally. But, like, if they were adults, they would definitely smoke weed. I mean, like, I how... Like, there's no way the turtles wouldn't offer me drugs at a party. There's no uh, way they wouldn't. <laughs> I'm not saying they'd be pushy about it. Like, they'd be very cool about, like, boundaries and things. I just, like, they would offer. There's no okay. way they wouldn't. Okay, 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 okay. Just trying to just trying to ground ourselves to make a game here. So, I'm wondering if we can we make a game. We don't have to. We can just move on. Because I don't want to keep touching this because eventually we have to start talking about how uh, uh, Amelia Clark's boobs are the only things that don't jiggle by the end of this thing. And, like, that will make me feel yucky. <laughs> I mean, uh, that doesn't have to be a yucky thing. It just like it. it I'm when I think of jiggle, I don't think of like, oh wow, look at the volume on that thing. I'm thinking like they lose their bones and they just become piles on the floor. That's what I picture. And the people jiggle. that the people the other people that have boobs in this game, when they become deflated, their boobs won't be, and so they're gonna look like deflated sex dolls, and that's gonna suck. Give me a different game. We're changing the subject now. We didn't have to go there. You didn't. You didn't have to. Like it was. It, we were pretty good up to that I'm point. I'm pulling us out of this. <laughs> Damn right. Give me a different game submission. This one comes from Rita's crown emoji, screaming emoji at Rita Astronaut. Rita Astronaut. This content isn't region locked. It's vibe locked. All right. So, is this is what are you picturing with this game? So, you know how like one of the biggest problems we have right now in streaming things is that like things just aren't available in certain areas. Like for example, like I can't stream things that are on Irish Netflix, for example, mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. Chinese like Chinese Netflix. I just got good old-fashioned US soil God bless America, American Netflix. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
<laughs> Sometimes I just go for things that I don't think about it. <laughs> you just wanted to read the submission. <laughs> no, no, I'm just I'm I'm more processing the God Bless America, good old fashioned U.S. soil American Netflix. Um, but what if this? It's not region locked. It is mm-hmm. vibe locked. Mm-hmm. Blake, you're mm-hmm. not allowed to watch season two of B Stars because you simply can't kick it. Like you, you just wouldn't be able to fuck with so, Pagliocci. What's you, the name of that wolf? So Lucci? you know, what? Uh, what's the name I, of the dog you, in B Stars? I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't watch B Stars. I, I wish I did. Legoshi. I got Ligoshi, it. I did. Yeah. <laughs> the opening to that series is really good. Okay. So okay. Hold on. You're onto something here. Because you know what this game or this this I this streaming service maybe gives me super vibes of. This sounds like those people who play gotcha games and do the rituals being like you wanted to summon like me a, yeah I'm, i wasn't going to call you out but <laughs> there was a no, certain we've talked about of- it we've talked about how like i failed most gotcha rolls unless i go through a ritual to get my vibes right and i and go so- to the beach to try to get yep. the summer servants because they yep. showed up for summertime fun I so there's a character named Shuten that is just a little demon that drinks all the time. So when I summoned for that character, I was blackout drunk in the middle and, of New Orleans. And is totally and not a lolly because ever but everybody loves to say they're not a lolly, but they're totally I a fucking have lolly. Thoughts and opinions about that, and you're not baiting me. <laughs> <laughs> they're a lolly, AJ. I, I get it. She's, you know what? She's she's just short. I don't want to do another episode where we talk about things that aren't video games because we've we've done that I think like two episodes back and I'm like that was fun but we're here to so we're this here to, content we're here to isn't region locked it's vibe locked mm. uh huh so you're this saying you have to get really like, angry you to loops, watch like an again, angry thing or you're saying yeah. you have to be really chill to do to watch this media see what i like yeah, about this but it, is it's you, you the player has to be cool and chill like this mm-hmm. has to be a video game that like it's loops but like your loops are actually dependent on your vibes like let's say it's it's a loop game and if you want to talk to the cool hiker your phone has to detect that you go on walks regularly enough to hang with the hiker character uh, okay so, you know what I think is really dastardly about this is, you know, like how in early days of Neopets, they basically did interactive advertisement of like, oh, you can bring your pet to McDonald's and, you know, you can get a Coke and it gives you extra points because you went there and had a Coca-Cola brand Coca-Cola. Um, so, I'm yes. thinking it's like for certain media, you have to go to certain areas that which could happen to be a pizza hut or Sorry, hey, they're sir, going to you an simply don't park. drink enough pizza to hang out with the tmnts yeah they go you ahead want... and use your domino's code and bring you up your pizza vibes mm. and you can hang out and then you can watch then you can read all the tmnt uh, comics you can for like an hour or it's like <laughs> <laughs> so you are literally I'm wondering if this is something where th- this is going to be really dastardly and pe- dastardly and pe- predatory. But this is a free service. This is a streaming service that has free access to anything you can uh, anything. So this is like Game Pass, Netflix, and um, <laughs> and your comic manga reading thing in one. But to have access to specific things, you have to do a vibe check, and that vibe check is like, okay, you want to read. Um, you want to read Fate, and it's uh, this new um, arc is all about drinking. Guess what? You got to go spend X amount of money at a bar. You have to get X amount of drink. The plus is, yeah, you get this content for free, but 
how much money is it? Are you really, how much money, how much more money are you losing because you have to do stuff for the vibe check? Like, let's, oh, let's, you want to watch the live action Transformers movies? Well, you either need to be a car guy or a misogynist, idiot. Take your <laughs> trivia test. Let's find out. <laughs> like, that's what we're proposing right now, yeah? Whoa, those are two extremes, dude. <laughs> what other vibe do you have to have to enjoy the Transformers live action movies? No, you you, hit you it point right to on me the head. somebody that some... likes the live action Transformers movies that is not either A, a car guy, or B, a misogynist, or C, both. I will show you a liar. Um, does our friend uh, Kyra like them? Or not, not uh, Rin like them? No, Rin does not like the tra- really? live action Rin Transformers. Fucking, Rin Haynes, though, I know they love the comics, but like, oh, I guess, I, I guess that's what makes Rin a real, a real one. TM fucking is M- that they understand <laughs> good Transformers media. <laughs> well, I mean, I would hope so. They have a whole channel on our Discord dedicated to just Transformers, like everybody retransformers content. Not, <laughs> big ups to big ups to our personal friend group. Hey, Rin, thanks for not being a misogynist. Love that about you. <laughs> Okay, we're done with Inside Baseball just for our friends. <laughs> All right, let me give you a video game, okay? <laughs> oh, you don't? Okay, we're just going to put a pin in this one I and mean, move on? I, I mean, it's it's there. It's just like, okay, if you want to go to this thing, if you want this thing, you need to go spend money doing X things. Like, oh, hey, you want to watch an episode of Stranger Things? Guess what? You got to go to an arcade, or you got to go to a bowling alley, or you got to do some other small town bullshit that, that, where you spend money. Um, and of course this can be connected to a Fitbit because then you get your, guess what? You got to get X amount of steps in if you want to watch that sweet, um, or you have to play X amount of volleyball if you want to watch an episode of, um, is it Haikyuu? God, I'm, I don't, what's that volleyball Yeah, you do have to actually know things about sports in order to watch sports anime. I do love that very much. Yeah, and like, if you and I wanted to watch the next season of Megalobox, you and I got a box for like eight sessions, and then then we can watch an episode of Megalobox. And we have to prove that we have a membership to a gym, which we can get a discount code through the app. (laughs) Oh my God, it hooks you up to like, hey, here are some local places. This is like all of the streaming services this is if Groupon made a streaming service, right? Yeah, I, I honestly, and this is hopefully, I, hopefully, this isn't Suckforce acting. It's an invisible, shitty way. But if it is, I will go into a court battle I, with Groupon. Hey, Groupon, well, check yourself. I will. You can't open a streaming service. I'm watching you, Groupon. Well, bro, like this is something we've experienced before. Like this is nothing new. Like fucking look at um uh what's it called? Like Six Flags. Like hey, go drink a Coke and you can bring that Coke can with you. You know, it, it's just a more extreme version of that. Of like, hey, if you want something from us you know, all via a discount or access to certain content, go spend this money. And it's, it's, it's fucking awful. And it's something that uh, will make us a lot of, a lot of money. <laughs> Come out. What, what do you think you would need to purchase in order to gain access to watching the Willy Wonka movies? Uh, you, I mean, you just go buy Candy's some Nestle. too easy. It can't well, be that. Really? I mean, I feel like you kind of. I would of argue that did. Willy Wonka has a pretty anti-candy mindset, and so what? I think that like, what would your what you vibes need about? to be in order to watch a movie where a candy man ruins the lives of seven children? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you just like I, I, you find your own business that has a bunch of OSHA violations, 
and then you, you just, just submit- support bad businesses, and <laughs> then you can watch the. <laughs> you just support. Oh, you, that. you're pretty staunchly anti-union. You're allowed to watch Willy Wonka, <laughs> but you can only you can only watch the 1970s version. If you want to watch the uh, um, the new updated one with uh, what's what's God who who directed that one is the guy the one Tim that starred Johnny. Tim Burton. All right, so the guy you- that wants Johnny Depp to fuck his wife so badly. <laughs> Wait, I thought Tim Burton and um and oh my gosh, I'm forgetting her name. She has a very elegant name. Uh, Tim Burton wife. Uh, it's of uh, uh, actually. She has a different. Uh, I, I, she's not. Yeah, she Helena. has a different last name because famous people don't share names. Well, I mean, they separated. So, like, uh, wait, hold on a second. So, nineteen eighty-seven, nineteen. Oh, so Helena Bottom Carter. I thought they did. They get. Are they, I guess they're not married anymore. Helena Bottom Carter. Um, Bonham Carter. God, what a cool name, actually. Um, <laughs> you can tell so- it's cool because you had to take two tries at it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, if we know anything, I'm not good with words. Like, let's let's be real. <laughs> All right, let me hit you with a new game. Let me hit you with a new game. This one comes to us from Guess What? It's August R.I.P. Summer at Dustin Your Eyes. Danny Finally. Phantom Abyss. <laughs> so, Danny uh, Phantom Abyss. Now, how so, do we get Amelia Clark and Jonah Hill into that? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. We were supposed to do that. Oh, and it's also, we were supposed to make a time loop game, huh? Well, yeah. okay, this one actually works as a time loop thing because in the game Phantom, Phantom Abyss, Abyss is something. What is it? Phantom Abyss is a free-running game um, that takes place in, like, abandoned temples um, where you just are trying to, like, free-run and dodge and obstacle course your way right. to the bottom this is of the, the yeah. This is the run, duck, and dodge, and you see the ghosts of people that have tried this dungeon before you. Yes. Yeah. So what if you did some sort of narrative where you had to you are Amelia Clark uh, tomb raider extraordinaire and you, with each run you can actually communicate with your previous ghost and there's like maybe some conversations that can be had so it's like okay. i'm wonder i'm wondering if like okay now it's is a, Amelia it, Clark Danny Phantom no uh Danny yes Danny Phantom yeah cuz her her nickname in Game of Thrones was Danny AJ so we're on the fucking money here <laughs> and it was an early 2000s cartoon so there's probably a girl version of Danny Phantom let me just do a uh, quick google search i think probably, there was what a, do we guess is it daniel or daniela phantom i think it's just danny cuz danny is a, a pretty is a non-binary name as far as i know let me just google girl danny phantom i think there's an episode where he got he it got turned into a girl because that was like a big thing with a lot of early 2000s. We got a Don media a D- Donnie Fenton D A N I um, Donnie. Oh, that's a good name. Donnie, Donnie. F- Danielle Danielle Donnie Fenton Phantom is a human ghost hybrid biological clone and cousin of Danny Phantom. Oh, that's right. There is that little girl version. I totally forgot. What if that is Amelia Clark's character and Danny is um. Wow, I totally forgot about that. Um, and it's what's it called? So we basically have Jonah Hill be Danny Phantom, and we have Amelia Clark be that one. But what I'm the, the narrative I'm thinking here would be really cool is what if you do your first run of this game, and obviously you're gonna die. Like it's just you don't know the game, you don't know the layouts, you don't know the like the muscle memory of it. You die. 
the point is, is you can then in your next run, you get all the way up to where your ghost died and then you can have a conversation with it. You can talk okay. to them and then they can either give you items, they can give you advice. Maybe they talk about in this world, like people die but don't die. So it's like maybe a hundred years has passed since that ghost spawned there. So they have a hundred years worth of information. I and think then, this is Dwarf Fortress, dog. Dwarf Fortress? Is that like a, that's a game? Dwarf Fortress. Dwarf Dwarf Fortress is a construction and management simulation and roguelike indie game developed by Bay 12. Uh, Kind of one of the gimmicks of this game is that when you fail a run, time moves on before you can do another run. You are generationally different every time you do a run. But you're not the same person, though. That's what I'm getting at here. Because okay. I I think that's a great idea, like the the idea of like a hundred years past and your what you've built is in tatters and ruins and all that stuff. Um, that's not what I'm getting at here. What I'm getting at here is that you meet yourself that previously died, and they have a hundred years worth of like experience or you know um, or other interactions be after they died. So you're ba- you're fundamentally meeting a different person at that point. So a, a ghost clone of you. But a ghost clone of you. So, like, because... Whoa. Well, I mean, it, the way Phantom Abyss works is, like, it's kind of a place that exists out of time and out of, like, you know... And out of touch. Physical space. <laughs> um, God damn it. So, I'm one... <laughs> but now picture that where it's, like, that happens every single time you die. Is it... Are you meeting the ghost from your very first run, who's now, like, instead of 100 years old, they're 200 years old? Or are you meeting yourself from your second run, who's only 100 years old? So you basically, as the game goes on, the cast of characters that you meet gets bigger and bigger and bigger, but they're all just different versions of you with different experiences beyond you. And I think there's something there that's, like, fucking wicked cool. Um, also, except in- they're a ghost, so like there's some experiences that they wouldn't have had, like eating food, or breathing, or going places, because they're a ghost, so they're locked to one location. Because ghosts I dis- can't travel. That's I the disagree. Rules. Did you watch the episode where Danny Phantom goes into the ghost zone, where he like sees all of the ghosts living their lives? And I think okay, it's- that's it- true. You we oh, well yeah of course we all know that you're allowed to move in the ghost zone, but I wasn't thinking that they were haunting the ghost zone. Well, that's Blake. what I'm thinking. This well, I mean, I-, I figured that this is where this is taking place. That would be where it most takes it most right. makes sense, we're re- right? Okay, yeah, we're running you know, through the ghost zone. Yeah, it would explain why things are different, and of course, like between games, you can upgrade your ghost powers. So like that's that's our fucking that's the fucking the the plot of the game is like instead of Danny Phantom for those that don't know Danny Phantom I'm just realizing that not everybody knows this critically awesome cartoon it's about a guy his parents hunt ghosts they're super into it they young have a Danny machine. Phantom yeah. young Danny Phantom he was just fourteen when his parents <laughs> built a very strange machine it was designed to see a world unseen um. Blake, help us the next words. <laughs> Here, hold on. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up for us. Anyway, the kid climbed into the machine and he hit a button and then he got hit with a ghost laser here, here, and then here he you died. Go. 
Here you go. Yo, Danny Phantom, he was just 14 when his parents built a very strange machine. It was designed to view a world unseen. He's going to catch them all because he is Danny Phantom. When oh, it didn't we go into the course. Work, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and it didn't blah, quite blah, work. Blah. As, yeah, there was a great big flash. Everything just changed. His molecules got all rearranged. Phantom, Phantom, parentheses. When he first woke up, realized he had snow white hair and glowing green eyes. He was much more unique than the other guys. So he basically got turned into a half ghost. So instead he got of hit him... with ghost DNA and became part ghost. Yeah. So that's our plot here. So rather than him just turning into a ghost and staying in the real world, he gets part ghost and is in the phantom zone. So now he's trying to fight or free run his way out while discovering his sweet powers, understanding that um, maybe Amelia. I'm trying to figure out like how do you mix in this? Well, is Jonah Amelia Hill is Clark. going to be playing as Danny Phantom, and <laughs> yeah. Amelia Clark will be playing as Danny Phantom. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Small. <laughs> Small. Danny Phantom um, parentheses girl. Yeah. <laughs> so is and then you're just going over the course of the game, just trying discuss discussing with your old your other ghosts or something like that. And then, you know, you get new powers that allow you to traverse terrain differently or, like, phase through walls that you couldn't go through before. Maybe that's how you die the first time. Is like you don't know how you to... You just run full-fledged yeah. face-first into a wall so hard you die and put <laughs> a ghost die. there. And then the next time you get there, you start going full force and the ghost stop, ghost you stops you and it's like, whoa, 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 hey, whoa, wait, wait, this, wait, wait, I learned wait. this sick new trick over the hundred years I've been alive. You gotta, you got <laughs> to phase yourself, man. This is the only thing I learned, but I'm really good at it because I've been studying it for a hundred years. <laughs> so okay, okay, I think that's a game. Like I, and it has that time that's loop a element. Game. Yeah. All right. Do you have All a right. game? No, I, I think I want to figure out whether or not any of these three are nugs yet. Okay. Um, I feel like the most fucked up suck game is the vibe check game. Um, mm-hmm. and we that's call where it vi- I'm feeling too. It feels more yeah. like a service and a d- design docket more than it does a game. But mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. but it does feel like the thing. It, is there any way that we could turn this into a game, or are we pretty confident about it being like a like the world's worst honey like Google extension add-on? Could you do a thing where the more you interact with it, you get some sort of in-app currency? So it'll be like. Hey, you have done the whole pizza, gone to Pizza Hut five times. Guess what? The next time you need to go Pizza Hut to view a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode, we'll waive that fee for you. You know, you you collected X amount of in-game currency. So there's like this feeling of like gives people that feeling of progress, but there is no progress. Then again, that's Why not. I still to not you a also game. this. What's up? You know what counts as games sometimes? What's up? Visual novels. Oh. Uh? So Are maybe we just give true? maybe maybe for the IPs that we know we have procured through this thing. Not only do you have to get through the vibe checks to gain access to see, um, the greatest showman. You also <laughs> need to earn. You, there will be a greatest showman visual novel that you will only be able to unlock if you continue getting more greatest showman vibes. Mm-hmm. Now that would be earned through either watching the greatest showman over and over again. Or perhaps listening to mediocre singles. Um, <laughs> and what else? I guess going to actual carnivals. I bet you people that are actual like big carnival fans are big Greatest Showman heads. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like supposed... Was Greatest Showman like a carnival-themed movie? I thought it was like a stage play. 
Like he it wanted was a to circus. be a circus. Oh, no, I, he wanted, I, he, it's about the guy that makes the first circus. Oh, okay. All right, yeah, I've never, I've never seen it, so I have no idea. It's got Hugh Jackman in it. Why the fuck have you seen it? I don't know, man. Because hey, I already bud, got. What's your damage? Hey, because I've already seen the greatest Hugh Jackman movie ever made, and that's Gamer, which is still, which is not problematic in the slightest, and has Hugh aged Jackman's perfectly. Hugh Jackman's in Gamer. Yeah, dude. Oh, that's Gerard Butler. God, I'm a fucking idiot. I was thinking. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, that's okay. what I thought. Dumb, dumb. Hold, Although hey, I, I get it. You I, got your, you got your incredibly muscular, <laughs> musically inclined man mixed up. I totally understand. <laughs> also, like nondescript, like non-American who does a lot of American roles that people he that often get confused. Are they both Australian? <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, I think he's New Zealand. I think he's from New Zealand. Okay. Uh, anyway, Hugh... try again. It's got Hugh Jackman in it. Hugh Jackman is the Wolverine and the dad from Real Steel. Uh, Neil Jackman is from. Uh, he's an Australian actor. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. I was also thinking of the Prestige because he is in that and he's pretty fucking great in that. Um, yeah. Hugh Jackman's a great actor. So okay. So what are you, how? Uh, two things I want to figure out. Why is um Amelia Clark and uh, not Why separate. and how are Amelia Clark and Jonah Hill attached to this project? So, that is an excellent question. Is this going to be a situation where there is a visual novel with the two of them that is unlocked by you di- taking in other content? So, like, the clues to their story like, are, like... Yeah, it's going to be an Amazon... <laughs> it's going to be an Amazon original <laughs> series oh. where you can only unlock episodes. It'll be like Bandersnatch, but it will be directly linked to your Amazon <laughs> account. And oh. so you will only be able to ch- make choices... Based on your Amazon account's actual history, Sweet, be that through purchases no. or things that you've watched. No, this is I'm going to pitch you on something. So something that's really big right now is um, so like Loot Crate was a thing, and then that happened. A lot of people liked it, and a lot of businesses basically built a model very similar to that, where they would send you once a month a box full of things. One of the big things right now is solving murder mysteries in a box. And imagine with any time you use Amazon, a little extra thing comes along. Like, say you're buying some combs or some shit. Guess what? A little envelope with a wax stamp comes onto it that relates to the game. So it'd be like, hey, for you to advance this next part of the visual novel, you got to buy... Um, they give you a hint or something, and you have to like. It's like, oh my god, we need a we need a knife to cut our way out of here. Here's a link to Amazon Prime. You can buy, <laughs> you you can buy. So you have to buy that knife, and then it gives you access or some sort of hint to get to the next part of the visual novel. So, so the it's TV like, show will have its own Amazon wish list that you will oh, need to purchase off of to no, earn. You, no, you have to figure it out because here's the thing: people can right, get that right, wrong. Right. That way, they buy more than one thing. That way it'll they, have a secret Amazon wish list. Uh-huh. Or some or so you like have Jonah to buy Hill some, and Amelia yeah. Clark will be looking at each other. They'll be tied up and they'll they'll say, oh, quick, we need to cut ourselves out. And then the screen will pause and you, the viewer, ha- will then get a little pop-up menu that's like Amazon links. And then you can start scrolling through and you can Google knife. And then yeah, you'll well, purchase the knife online. Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. Jonah Hill will be like, Don't worry, I got a knife. And he pulls a knife in from out of frame. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
And like this can have a little bit of like a choose your own adventure vibe because yeah. if you bought scissors, he'll be like, "Don't worry, I have a pair of scissors." Whoa, and then- <laughs> whoa! This like and it influences like how the whole story unfolds no, depending it on what does you- not change the story. It no, only changes no, the props. I think it, well- well, no, I think the props, like, I, I, well, I think it does influence the story because this is not just about buying items. It's about also digesting certain kinds of content, right? So it'll be like, oh, you went to the movie. So guess what? This next scene takes place at the movies or this next scene takes place at something somewhat, somewhat similar. Like, you oh, went to pizza. yeah, Amelia Clark so, and Jonah Hill be like, we're looking to go on a date and then you can choose like an outing and like you could buy oh spa tickets or you could buy a movie theater ticket <laughs> or you could buy. But like there will be like so many things and tickets you can buy on Amazon, but we only uh-huh. have like two or three scenes prepped. So I hope uh-huh. that they buy one of the two or three things we have prepped to continue the story. I mean, I think it wh- how you would frame that is you just use things that are vague enough, you know? It's like, hey, we're going to go to dinner, so they go out and go eat. And guess what? You can watch that video while you're out eating, so then you can see their oh. dinner scene while you're having a dinner and scene. If, or and scene. then it's like you're eating dinner with Jonah Hill and Amelia Clark. Oh, I wish. I mean, not Jonah Hill, but like I would <laughs> <laughs> Why not? He's a very talented actor. He's very talented, but I want to talk to Amelia Clark. She's she's got a she's got a really cute voice. I'm because you're a fucking because you're a, a simp. simp. I'm a fucking simp, dude. Like I because you're a baby. Because you think was, you got a was, shot at Amelia Clark, which of I, course you do. Look at you. You have a charming smile. <laughs> I have a charming smile, and I my eyelashes are very wavy. I have and you have a, a give him hell attitude. <laughs> And you're plucky. I don't know what that means, but you are. Plucky means you got a lot of, uh, if you got pluck, that means you got a lot of, um, uh, like, you're high energy. You got a lot of. uh, God, if you catch your eyes in the right light, dude, they shine so bright. Bro, 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 have you seen your eyes? You got great eyes. Don't, complimenting me, man. You should look in the mirror. You got, you got great eyes, bro. You got a great smile. And when you have, when your hair is fully grown out on your face, you look mm, unstoppable. Aww. Yeah, I'm smooth currently. I'm starting to grow my beard back out again. It feels so good to be able to Thank look at my reflection and recognize myself. I had to, for those uh, <laughs> listeners, I had to shave my beard recently because I was dealing with super dangerous chemicals. So I had to wear a gas mask. You were all smooth, and it was like it was like time traveling. Speaking of time loops, it was like the first time I saw you five years ago with no beard. God. Yeah, yeah, you it both was wild. Neither of us had beards when we first met, and God, were we not attractive? <laughs> We weren't living life. We weren't living life like the bearded men we we now are. Blake Rea. Yes. I think. You think that's the game? You think that's uh, as much a game as we're getting close to? I think that like Bandersnatch, but with a pay-to-win system, is more Mm -hmm. game than and Netflix is willing to do. So Mm -hmm. I think I think we can call that. All right. What are we gonna What are we gonna call it? Is it just vibe check? I think that's a pretty actiony sort of name. Also, because check check is really good because it kind of plays with the idea of writing a check to Amazon. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I'm into that. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, dude, fuck yeah. (laughs) Do we want to actually come up with like a logline of what this show would be about? Or or is it just kind of generic like... We figured Jonah out the Hill game and Amelia the writers Clark can have to deal with. Yeah, we'll figure out what yeah, the writers we'll figure, do. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Unless you have like a banger. All right, AJ, elevator pitch. You got you got two sentences to convince me of the story of this game. Two sentences so Amelia- only. <laughs> so, so Amelia Clark and Jonah Hill are two roommates, and they're kind of like stoners, and they go on a bunch <laughs> of misadventures. 
that's a game. Amelia Clark is a stoner. That's a fucking. For those that don't know, that was like when AJ and I went to film school. Anytime uh, people would pitch us, that that was a pretty common one because everybody really it fucking loves Sunny and Philly. It was a pitch Philly. that you would see in every classroom. In yeah. every ex- like writing exercise, in any directing exercise, it always made it on the stack. <laughs> All right, let me let me pitch you my two sent my uh my two sentence pitch. <clears throat> All right, so Amelia Clark and um oh god, I forgot his name already. Amelia Clark, Jonah and- Hill. <laughs> it's Jonah Hill. Oh my god, stop disrespecting him. <laughs> All right, so Amelia Clark and Jonah Hill are upcoming film students, and they're talking to, and they're making a movie about what it's like to be a filmmaker. And mm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, Another- then you're having to buy all their props. I see. Yeah. Oh, that's a good angle, actually. You, this is them making a fucking movie. A, a, God, because it would be so funny to see Amelia Clark as like a very well established, very successful actress playing the part of like a young film student that doesn't know what the fuck they're doing is hey, just Blake, like I just want to make sure so that you're not dissing up. on Jonah Hill this same way. So you're like, oh it'd be crazy to see Amelia Clark trying to be a character that's like on the come up. <laughs> that doesn't Do that you doesn't... feel the same way about established actor and famous person Jonah Hill? Or do you think that it would be totally fine and normal to see him acting as somebody on the come up that doesn't have a name? I I think he's still. Like, it'd on be the so up, wild so and crazy like if Amelia Clark did it, but Jonah Hill? No, that tracks. Is that no, what I, you're saying? I'm, 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 I look. Jonah Hill is. He's still on the come up. He's still like. He's still trying to get. <laughs> so I think he's a perfect fit. I think it's perfect casting. Um, he'll bring a level of you know reality and groundedness to this series. Here's the thing. Here's what I'll say about Jonah Hill because you keep dissing this man. You and I still think about Super Bad. I haven't thought about Game of Thrones in months. I think about Game of Thrones all the time, dude. I love that show. I mean, Did you finish eight, it? Yeah, I finished it. Okay. I yeah, I I oh, actually I don't think I talked to you about it. I binged it over the course of a month cuz like I I oh, watched damn. I, I watched it a bunch um back when I was when I was dating. And after her and I broke up, I just stopped watching it because it was just like that, you know, affiliation bullshit. But then, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and then after season eight, after I heard all the crazy shit that happened in season eight, I'm like, all right, I got to finish this. I got to watch this. So happy I did. Love that series. Um, freaking, uh, but out, but whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, super bad. I mean, I only think about it when I hear like the name McLovin or like I see any of the actors who were in Super Bad. I'm like, I'm just. I, it's so hard to get that the image disrespect. of them out of my head. I mean, okay, Jonah Hill did Maniac. He also worked with Martin Scorsese on on that other that other fucking movie. What is it? Wolf of Wall Street. The ones the, uh, all Hollywood ate up. Jonah for some Hill fucking is reason. in Wolf of Wall Street. I totally yeah, forgot is. that. Yeah, he's in Wolf of Wall Street. Um, and then that's I don't know, man. <laughs> and that's it. All right, Blake. Let's go ahead and close the episode out. You want to go to Patch Notes? Sure thing. Let's go to Patch Notes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. Blake and I have new and exciting news. Of It's really kind of an upgrade on previous news more than anything. Blake, do you want to hit them with it? 
Yeah, so the, so the big news I want to mention today is that we are taking on two Let's Plays a week now. Uh, for those that don't know, we have a YouTube channel where we do Let's Plays. We upload some video competitions of us shouting out fans. We have some of our audio trailers up there. Um, but we want to give the YouTube channel more love. So we are now taking on two Let's Plays a week. We are currently playing It Takes Two and Dead Rising 2. <laughs> they both have two. Both of it. which are great games for very different reasons. Yes. Um, and it's been super fun. We're hoping to chew through those soon. In the next couple weeks, we should be finishing Dead Rising 2, and then we'll be hunting down another game, which we haven't yeah. quite decided on what that will be next. But if you guys want to see a little bit more of Blake and I interacting, a little bit of a different scene, please go check out our YouTube channel and watch those Let's Plays. Yeah. Until then, thank you very much for listening and joining us this week. Again, this episode was a little bit sporadic. I definitely think <laughs> we kind of lost the lost the lead on uh, a lot of things, but hey, it was. I fun. think we had the lead the whole time. I've, <laughs> I've, you know what? I felt in control the whole time for Sherzies and never lost anything and didn't lose my cool at any points. And I'm proud mm. of myself for that. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. As always, our intro and outro music is Cheap Shot by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I've been one of your hosts, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made.